The following program has been rated NSFW, which means North, South, Feast, Wet, West. Feast? Is that really what that means? Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Bandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. (laughs) Oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. On this show, no, that's not. On this show, we discuss your favorite crises and memorable moments. How are you, you guys can today? Watch us live on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook no Live. No one's going to know this beforehand, so you could have watched us live, but we're not really there anyway. No, they uh-huh. they tried to watch us live, but uh-huh. now listening to this, they realized. They were at the wrong time. They decided to watch secret time. A, a Time to Kill instead. That's right. Because that's live. That's right. A, a fine Oliver Platt vehicle. <laughs> yes, it's funny how sometimes they'll show YouTube videos. It's like, oh, watch this latest blah, blah, blah movie. And it's like they're in it for 10 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's an Oliver Platt vehicle. <laughs> All right. As an example, except you're joking. That's the difference. Yes. Star Wars Episode One, starring Greg Proops. <laughs> I love that uh, Harrison Ford-led film, American Graffiti. That's yes, amazing. Indeed, he's fantastic. You know what's not fantastic though is this COVID nineteen, because the cases are going up worldwide. Our cases are going up just a little bit. Um, and uh, I found something. Todd lives. He Todd is actually the mayor of Miami. A lot of people don't know that, but he spends Sunday mornings with us before he goes out to whatever those people mayor. do. That yeah. they go mayor before he mayors before yes. he goes mayoring. Um, but uh, I guess Miami Beach is uh, completely worried about. Uh, I don't know if Miami Beach and Miami are the same. They're probably two different things. They are two but different anyway, things. Miami Beach seems to have a a, a complete worry. That due to spring break, they are going to have a a large, I guess, a large outbreak of COVID cases. Because they're going to. Because they're going to. Yeah, because they're going to. But why just Miami Beach? Why not other places in Florida? Or is Miami Beach led by a Democrat where the other places are led by Republicans and they just don't want to say it? The second option is correct, sir. Miami Beach and specifically because spring break... And, of course, Spring Breakers, not the film, because that would be really strange if they were coming out again without a sequel, uh, decided to descend on Miami Beach because it is one of the more popular Spring Break destinations. And, of course, they weren't wearing masks. So Miami Beach said, you know what? This is a state of emergency, literally declared a state of emergency, and they closed the causeways to Miami Beach because they were being overrun. And, and, And normally, without COVID... They enjoy being overrun because spring breakers bring money, even though like nine, nine of them will fit in a two room hostel. And that's OK. There's lots of hostels on Miami Beach. Hostel, not hostiles. There are a few hostiles, but we don't talk about that. What happens in Miami Beach stays in Miami Beach. You know what I'm saying? Style. So this. Harry Styles, did you say? Harry Styles. He's there, too, but he's wearing a mask. So that's OK. Probably. So they didn't Harry Styles had COVID, but he got better. I'm glad he did, because he's a fine, upstanding Briton. So, yes, they declared used a to be state a of emergency. <laughs> they declared a state of emergency, and they said, stop. You people are irresponsible and stupid. 
I haven't heard what our lovely governor has said in response to this. He probably thinks it's terrible because why would you stop tourists from coming? Terrible. Horrible. He's he's his own special kind of idiot. But yes, yeah, so yeah, we're at the point, even though a lot of people think it's over, even though we've lost 10 times as many people to COVID as we lost in the Vietnam War. That's fun. <clears throat> It's over for some people, and some people never thought it was an issue. So, yeah, Miami Beach actually had to close because of morons trying to kill other people. Fun. Yeah, we're, we're a, a long way from being safe. Uh, we've got more variants are coming all the time. They're not even sure how effective the vaccines that we have are. I mean, we're making huge progress. We're over 100 million doses delivered into people, which is nice, but we're still so far away. And if we don't reach that critical point, like what, 80% vaccination, which we may never because so many people think they're going to be tracked by chips in the vaccine or it's going to change their DNA or whatever else, you know, they probably can. didn't realize we had so many anti-vaxxers out there, did we? I thought we had some, but I didn't think we had this great of majority. What's ironic? What's ironic to me is most of the people who think it's going to alter their DNA can't spell DNA. So, you know. They're, they're worried about being chipped, but they carry their cell phones that are on constant. Exactly. Me, I'm on Facebook, marker, marker, marker. Mm-hmm. Exactly yep. right. Exactly. Yep. I, um, Very sad. I saw a study, saw a, or was watching the news this morning in the state of Tennessee, because that's where, unfortunately, I live currently. And a lot of people who actually have gotten their first vaccine are thinking, eh, maybe I don't want to get the second one. Oh, so it's like, eh. and then they had to, a doctor had to come on and be like, you know what? You need to get the second vaccine. It's okay if you're thinking about waiting because you still your body's still going to respond to the second part, second half of the vaccine because it's gonna you're gonna get it, and your body's gonna be like, I remember what this is, and it's gonna help. But you must get the second part of the vaccine unless you have yes. the Johnson & Johnson thing. Right. So it's like people are just idiots. And and, and I yeah. don't get the the people who are – no, I don't think I should get the vaccine. What's what's wrong with you? I, I mean, did we – I don't – I was none of us were alive during polio, obviously. But that seemed to help, right? Do we have ill effects? You just have to take a chance when there's so many people dying. And how you can spread it. And that's the thing that bothers me is I've seen lots of people make the comment, oh, I've got the vaccine. Now I don't have to wear my mask. Or just a fucking stupid It doesn't people. work that way. No. Yeah. It, it doesn't keep you from getting it. It can lessen the chance of getting it, but it keeps you from getting really sick. Spreading it. That's the purpose of the or vaccine. You can spread it. Right. It, with right. the mask. It's not just you. It's not, you're not protecting. Exactly. I, I always thought the, the deal with the mask was not I'm protecting myself. That was part of it. But it's more like I'm protecting other people and care that's, about other people. But I, I forgot that's why, that I live in the United States. Right. That's, that's why surgeons and nurses wear masks when they do operations. It's not to protect themselves from getting your blood. It's to protect your body that's open from getting whatever they have. And people somehow can't understand that, you know, and they say, well, you know, they have the analogy is like, well, I wear a seatbelt, but that's to protect myself. It's like, no, we're talking about not running a red light. That's what we're talking about. You're protecting and, and those society. Same people would not wear a seatbelt if they weren't afraid of getting a ticket. Yeah. You know, it, it is extremely, extremely frustrating. Uh, and yes, you might get kind of sick. My girlfriend got the second dose of her vaccine and had felt 
definitely under the weather for the past four days. Not pleasant. Well, I just As saw Sarah Pova on TV. She looked fine. Yeah, well, she's tough. She toughed it out. And we all know that's your girlfriend, sir. So I was testing you. <laughs> so, you know, as she said, I would much rather be ill for four days than be dead forever. It's like that's the option. Yes, they they the the AstraZeneca vaccine in Europe is under question because they've had seven deaths from blood blood clots and four other cases out of a million doses. Out of a million cases of COVID nineteen. They would have thousands of deaths, thousands of deaths. So, yes, something bad may happen. However, as the study showed, more people died of blood clots that didn't have the vaccine than did. For all you know, it saved people's lives by making sure they didn't get a blood clot. You know, this this thing, oh, the vaccine can make you sick. It's like, you know, can it really make you sick and be dead is COVID-19. You know what can make you sick and be dead is polio. These people saying, oh, this is terrible. It's like, you probably have a smallpox, smallpox injection, polio, diphtheria, measles. You know, it's like, fine, go back to the dark ages. But the problem is you're going to take us with you. I don't care if you're so stupid and you want to die of some horrific disease that we conquered 50, 60 years ago. But you're going to take some of us with you. Uh-uh, don't do that. You have to do this for the public good. Think about others, not just yourself. Nah, only Christians are supposed to do things like that. <laughs> you mentioned dip, diphtheria, and the first thing I thought of was raising Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, every every according to theeconomist.com, .com, um, the United States and Canada are the only group that they have where it's not going I guess East Asian Oceania aren't going up because probably the volcano that happened in Iceland has kept people in their houses. But every other region of the world has uh, gone up, like kind of quite a lot, actually, recently. Um, And even the U.S. and Canada, as Dr. Fauci, we all know Dr. Fauci personally, right? He's a good friend of ours, has said, this thing is plateauing. It's not going down anymore. We had a significant reduction and now it's plateauing but it's plateauing at a level that is far too high and we're not out of the woods yet but thankfully our savior rand paul questioned him on capitol hill this week we owe a debt of gratitude for for rand paul standing up for us don't we the the ophthalmologist who is no longer certified by the organization that actually certifies doctors because he didn't agree with having to be certified every 10 years because that's an imposition on his freedoms, I guess. Versus the immunologist. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'll listen to the immunologist that has worked for seven presidents as opposed to the ophthalmologist who isn't even certified anymore. Because he's butthurt. Because he's such a snowflake. He doesn't want to pay the little fee to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as an ophthalmologist. So, yeah. Well, he doesn't have to. He makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year from lobbyists. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this this love for Rand Paul is hilarious. The, the love for all these millionaires standing up for other millionaires and telling you that they're fighting for your rights is hilarious. Wayne Jordan agrees with you. I saw that on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Very important. What the hell is that about? Anyway. Be my friend. 
It's like, so of course, anytime someone says, send me a friend request, it's like, why wouldn't you just send me one of yours? It's like, oh, you have no information whatsoever. <laughs> you have no account. Nothing, nothing there. It's like, hmm, yeah. That went deep state. Somebody from the deep state was trying to contact you. Probably Rand Paul. So, yeah. Yeah. Which which goes into the whole thing of, you know, p- people against the minimum wage. It's like, oh, my God, this is, a, as one of my friends said, that's a small fortune in some areas. It's like $31,000 is not a small fortune anywhere in the United States. <laughs> and you're the same idiot who thinks they shouldn't tax people more over 400000 Yeah, because that would be a crime. And again, they're not taxing all their income. They're just taxing an additional part of their income above $400,000 a year. Yeah. Uh- I don't know how people survive on $31,000 a year. I make, I'll be honest, I make more, I make double that, a little bit more than double that. And with mortgage and with the price of electricity going up and where I live, gas is separate. And then Wi Fi, of course, maybe I overpay for Wi Fi and cable. I probably do. And yeah, I mean, I have Netflix and stuff. But just mortgage, and, and my mortgage is lower than a lot of right. apartments you can rent. So I'm pretty lucky there because my house is a little older, but there's there's no way I could there's no way people can survive on thirty one thousand dollars a year nowadays. It's like it used to be twenty five thousand, thirty thousand. Oh, you know that's that's not too bad, but the that remains stagnant. Everything else goes up. That's that's the issue, and that's why we're talking about minimum wage being re, uh, you know going up because it needs to go up because everything else has gone everything you're being charged for has gone up that's why so many adult children still live at home why so many adults have roommates that 20 years ago wouldn't have because they have to yeah the, it's the electric company doesn't care that your wage has not gone up they're going to charge you more because that's what they're charging they don't care about you businesses yeah. don't care about you yeah this and you know someone you know but oh well the free market the free market should decide it's like the free market who gave us child labor, sweatshops? Yeah, the free slavery? market would rather you die. The poor people die, <laughs> so that they can make their. The free market is not human. What ki- what kills me is like, and his view is like, well, the federal government should. It's like we are the federal government, as <laughs> President Biden said. We're the government. We elect the government. Well, that sounds socialist, sir. You know, we get what we deserve. It's like if not enough of us make the correct choices, we have. Terrible administrators in the government like we just had for four years. If more of us care, then we have good administrators so far. Not that there aren't flaws, because there are. And there always, there always are going to be flaws. Of course, that's the difference between being a critical thinker and being in a cult where you think, oh, he can do no wrong. It's like every president has issues. Some yeah. have nothing but issues, but every president has issues they could do better. Like some of them can trot up the steps of Air Force One without falling because he has a broken foot. Personally, I would rather have that guy than the guy who let 500,000 people die because it was all a hoax. And then gets the vaccine and doesn't tell anybody for two months because that would hurt his base. Ah, yeah. It's all about that base. (laughs) Isn't it, though? It is for all the Republicans, which, which is amazing. They finally got rid of this idiot who hijacked their party and he still has hijacked their party, but very few of them have the guts to do anything about it. They still go in lockstep. Even the ones that we think are okay, like maybe they're human, like Romney and Kinzinger, how many of them voted for the COVID relief plan? None. So say once you want, I want to see your actions. 
Yeah. So speaking of speaking of actions, I like how we. I don't like the shooting that happened in Atlanta this yeah. past week, but I like how we are like, well, maybe it's not a hate crime. It's like, how right. is it not a hate crime? You went to three different. The guy went to three different places, and clearly targeted Asian Americans. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe it's not a hate crime. Well, what do you? What else are you looking at? I mean, Shut. there were two people who were not a, right. Asian American, but they were almost. I hate to use this phrase, but collateral damage. They just happened to to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was yeah. clearly targeting Asian Americans. That's a hate crime. Shot nine women, killed eight, six of them Asian Americans. Bought the gun that day, by the way. So all you people who are, you know, anti-gun control saying, oh, you want to take her guns? No, we just want to prevent shit like this where someone gets pissed and goes and buys a gun and within minutes goes and kills people. Can I interrupt you for just a second? I just Please don't do. want to say this. This news has come out in the last couple of days in the state of Tennessee. We It appears in July we're doing away with the permit law. <laughs> of course. Of course. Because, you know, because why should you have to get a permit to have the capability to go kill somebody when these same states are trying to make it wait at least two weeks or a month to register yeah. to vote? And if you have no permit, we don't know who this guy is. I accidentally found the video. Otherwise, there's no way of tracing him. Absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure how what this great crime is to make you wait for three whole days to get a gun. Well, because you can't go up shooting around uh, spas. I mean, <laughs> I need my gun today. And 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 the the whole concept of he just had a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. If, if that if guy got censored a, but not fired, right? Right. From my understanding. Oh, How does that guy not and, get fired? And the official statement is was that he had a bad day. <laughs> they can't even they can't even make an apology correctly. First place, fire the guy because someone who allegedly killed eight people and attempted to kill a, a ninth didn't just have a really bad day. That's not just that a really a bad, bad day. day. And the person who said that didn't just have a really bad day. He systemically supports, oh, let's just excuse the white person. What would have happened if that had been a black person or an Asian person or, a, or God forbid, a Muslim? How we would look at it differently if he was Muslim, probably, sadly. Well, well for one thing, he'd be dead because the police wouldn't have just taken Oh, you it. mean the shooter. Sorry, I thought you meant if he was shooting Muslim. I mean, because it's... Asian right. Americans are such a small minority in this country. I mean, right. maybe it's growing in certain areas like Atlanta. I know when I lived in Seattle, Asian American, that was the second most right. ethnicity. Uh, there's a large percentage of, of Asian Americans, and they're not Asian people. They're Asian Americans. So when you go there from Tennessee and you run into somebody from Seattle and like, oh, this person's Asian, and they speak better English than you, it's because they're American, and they right. just happen to be descendants of Asians. <laughs> But it's just, I, I think that's part of the problem is that if if this had been, can you imagine the, the reaction if this had been African-Americans? But it's still just as heinous and horrible of a crime. It's just right. a smaller population group. Yeah, so this is going to blow over quickly because it's Asian-Americans. It, sh it, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter if, if they were Croatian-Americans or, you know, it's like, who cares? Who cares if it's the only person... If these were the only six people in the whole country in this particular subset, it's like they're Americans or they're people, even more to the point. So why, why does, why does the justice system 
dismiss this as, oh, he had a really bad day. Hitler had a bad decade and plus two years. Yeah, clearly. It's the he was not a bad dude. He just happened to have 12 bad years. <laughs> and literally, that's the same argument. Exactly the same argument. Just had a really bad time. It's like, well, we can't blame him. It's like, again, if the shooter had been black, highly unlikely that he would have been captured. Much more likely they just would have shot him on sight as soon as they saw oh, him. Absolutely, I mean, 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're black, you're killed because you're sleeping in your bed. And they just happened to get the wrong room. So, you know, pretty sure if they're walking around and they had shot nine people, probably would have been dead. No one would have said, oh, he just had a really bad day. I did want to throw this out. There's a a big movement now of anti-Asian racism. Yep. Which I get that. But I, I do want to tell the people who are hold on for for the record rob doesn't understand it he's just saying he understands where the argument's coming from he's not anti-asian himself no 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 yeah just not aware that that, did sound like i get that (laughs) but the the thing i had the 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 problem i have with what one person do did with this movement is they made a a meme or a poster or whatever that said stop the spread of anti-asian racism I'm with that. I agree with it. That's fine. The problem is they made the word Asian such a fancy font <laughs> that it took me a while to figure out that it was words. So it looked like it was a meme that said, stop the spread of anti-racism, which I think completely defeats the purpose of what you're trying to say. Be careful with your fonts, people. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. It's, it's kind of like, the. have you seen the thing they had... Uh, uh, the 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 big example of be careful with your fonts, uh, the Christmas lights thing that says fuckering lights. It's really <laughs> flickering, but I, the I've, L and, I've the, seen that. and the L and the I are squished together, so it comes out as fuckering lights. That's that's, that's called watcher kerning. That's yeah, right. the, the the fonts are just Netflix is horrific with this, which totally real. totally off topic. But they have all these cool designs from the logos for the movies. About a third of the time, I have to click on it to see what the title actually is because you can't read it because the font is just so insanely busy and ornate, and it's right. on a background. Like, just put a normal thing on there so I can know what the hell the movie is called. It's like, yeah, but for a <laughs> meme, when you're trying to convey a message and it looks like you're saying the opposite, not a good choice. Yeah, just never be rude to an Arab. So <laughs> people are like, what the. Quite true. It's our, our our show that always has to reference Python, right? So, um, so last week, moving on completely to a different subject. Last week, we we talked a little bit, and um, you guys probably talked even more about it on Cinema Savants with Zack Snyder's Justice League. And you know, I think I wasn't sure what to expect. I, I didn't have high hopes, and I know that a lot of the general public, not just Todd, especially. We're like, man, this is going to fucking suck. And then we all watched it, and it was like, you know what? It's fucking, uh, it's okay. It's all right. It's actually not bad. So what, did, what did you guys it think? It needed to be so much more than okay. Yeah. But it, 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 to me, it was better than okay. It was actually, I, I, the epilogue was useless to me. Cut yeah. out the epilogue. Which, which but, epilogue? The nine? Well, the, the one cons? that actually started by saying epilogue. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but the rest of it up to that point was like, you know, I I thought he did. Uh, I thought he did a good job. I and mean, having the Joker and it was like, this is just 
Yeah. The reason he did that, and this does make sense, he said this was the last piece of the DC universe he's going to be able to work in, and he never had a scene with Batman and the Joker in it, and he wanted to have that, and Warner's gave him the money to throw this scene in, so there it is. Because he didn't make a movie called Batman v Superman and couldn't have put the Joker in it, I guess. So, yeah, um, now I've talked about it twice. I've talked about it with Rob and talked about it with Ted. And it's still for me, it still goes back to my initial comment is it's a interesting four hour trailer for what could have been a good two and a half hour movie. There's way too much stuff in it that doesn't add anything to it. The special effects are screaming, oh, look, here's a special effect. Look at this character who doesn't look anything like something that actually exists. You know, uh, bottom line is there are tons of flaws with this movie to me. At the same time, it's still a big improvement over the theatrical cut. So it, Warner Brothers, which Absolutely. rarely makes any good decisions with their live-action movies, which is strange, but they rarely do. Clearly, they should have just left Zack Snyder alone and make the movie, because his movie would have been better than the weird combination thing that they got with, with his work and Whedon's work, which didn't work at all. So Warner's is just off the rails, making poor decision after poor decision. Um, and, and who knows? I mean, if, if this does really well, if this pulls in a couple Which million it's subscribers, going it probably is. Then, you know, maybe they'll say, I mean, they would be stupid not to say, it's like, as Ted suggested, hi, Ted, as Ted suggested, Zack Snyder's DC Universe. Give him his own universe on HBO Max. It's like, give him a budget. You know, it's going to tell it'd be a hell of a big budget because those are some pricey actors. But, you know, there are reports that they spent up to $70 million on on doing Zack Snyder's. That's after all the work was already done the first time around. Up to $70 million on doing this cut. I mean, the, the release time is bizarre, though, because HBO Max is not available in most foreign countries. Most of the money, like two-thirds of the profit, two-thirds of the money from the first Justice League release came from internationally. And no one outside of this country can watch HBO Max. That's coming they, later. They have year. made concessions for that. It is available on uh, some other other streaming services in other countries that don't have HBO Max. Well, that makes sense because otherwise is it's just China. One of them? Probably not. Yeah, because China Justice League was really popular in China. So basically, they're just saying it's like, hey, steal this. Makes makes no sense. I, I don't see what the rush was <clears throat> to release it now. You know, just wait until you've got HBO Max in all the other countries. It's just later this year. What's the difference? Maybe. I, I mean, I still think they're they're gonna rake in money. So and maybe waiting or I don't know. This is a time of year when we don't have. You know, hopefully by the time summer rolls around and and things start opening up even a little bit more we can actually have people going to movie theaters and maybe yeah. that's they maybe that's why they released it oh, i actually thought could have released it at the theater then yeah but so maybe but i th- i think that there's hbo max is is such a especially in the united states obviously is such clearly a, a big thing that they're I don't know. They probably save money somewhere, and I, I bet they're just raking it in. But but I will say this. I agree with you as far as the first hour and a half, two hours, kind of plastic. I yeah. thought the last two hours, except for the epilogue, 
was really good. I thought it was I got I thought it got better as the movie. It was a time between what hour two and a half to three and a half. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, this is, sounds ridiculous. But but that was kind of the downtime, except for, you know, the, the, as far as the, the soulness of the film. Yeah, I actually thought the film was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it did exactly what their intent was, which was to flesh out the characters and the action scenes. I thought it did a great job with that. It's like, oh, that's why they did that. Or that's why he's like that. The, the Justice League that came out before, I didn't like it because it was like, this is just fluff. And yeah. while it's still an action film, I still thought, you know what? They fleshed out the characters enough where it actually made the characters more interesting and therefore the movie overall more interesting. So I, I thought it did a good job. Actually, that the only fear with the four-hour thing is that if you give Zack Snyder, as we know, too much control, then we've got a Kevin Costner thing going on, which is Dances with Wolves is great. And Waterworld's not too bad, but then you start, oh, I can just do more and more and more and longer and longer films, and they become uninteresting until he makes something else shorter, like what's the Western he did with uh, Robert Duvall? Which Open was Range. Really, yeah, which was really good. Which is a great movie. Les Costner is actually a good thing as a director. Right. Um, and, and that would have been the case with this, too. Two and a half hour Zack Snyder cut would have been, could have been really good, except, so. except... I really don't like they didn't fix Superman, and they had a perfect reason. Uh, Superman was a superfluous character almost (laughs) in this movie, except for the very, very end when he just went to town on Steppenwolf. When he goes to town on Steppenwolf, and the Justice League doesn't matter. The Justice League is just a prop to bring Superman back and solve the problem. And like we talked on Cinema Savants, there's a reason Superman has a black suit in the comics, because he was dead. So he needed the black suit to get his powers back more to full. He could have been like a half-speed Superman. Could have been a weakened version. They had a reason to have that happen. They could have easily explained it. They only had four hours to do it. And then it would have taken a team effort to win. Instead of like, let me take care of the light work, which is basically what happened. Wonder Woman does cut cut Steppenwolf's head off at the end. I I don't know. As he's flying away anyway. I mean, that was just like a little gratuitous thing to make sure we get the R rating. Like like Batman dropping the F-bomb, which is funny, but... I mean, I thought it was pretty fucked up. but. But it's just... That, too, is like, oh, I'm going to get an R rating. This is going to be a hard movie. There are like three or four things in the movie to get that an R rating. Other than that, it's PG-13. You know, it's just... Yeah. There's lots of choices that are just... Oh, I got the R rating for because of the pregnancy test in Lois's nightstand. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that is not going to go anywhere that is in this movie, and he knew it wasn't going to go anywhere because, like you said, Rob, is like he knew this was his last shot, so let me throw the Joker in. It's like there's so much stuff that wasted time which adds nothing to the movie, that he had four hours. He could have done a lot. He could have done something with the second or third or fourth, whichever one he is, Adam. He could have done something with Man Honor. He could have done something with Iris West. All these little Easter eggs that are fan service. It could have been something really cool that he had to the movie, which he chose not to, which is kind of sad. Well, he had to remake. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird thing because it's not an original film. It's a recut, it's a rebooted everything so it's but he didn't have reshoots he did but and it wouldn't have taken it wasn't a whole lot of money it was not an original concept i mean josh whedon entered the realms right made it worse because it probably would have been better zach what zach snyder had been yeah 
in four. It would have been. I totally yeah. agree. It's just that this could have been awesome. Does, how does this compare to like the the top Marvel movies? It's like well, I don't. But I think they're yeah because I think just Marvel does right. I think we probably all agree. It just does a whole and, lot. And there's there's no reason for that. It's like Warner's there, makes there isn't. Marvel no, decisions. that's that's the thing because the DC characters really ideally are better characters. As as Rob and I say, almost anytime Warner's comes up, every show, look at the animated universe. It's like Marvel's animated universe is, <coughs> and DC's are like some of the best. I'm not animated movies. Because you've some got of more iconic characters. Movies. You got Superman. You got Batman. I mean, those are iconic characters. And you look at Marvel, and it's like they're making the best out of by far, going beyond the characters. Because Iron Man doesn't match up to Batman, which is really the equivalent, right? Basically, I mean, yeah. you've got some other stuff going on, but it's right. like. DC characters should be better and maybe they just have bad scripts over and over and over really pushing control or whatever. Yeah. And, and this maybe that there's just, I don't know, a better director would do a lot. Maybe there's just too much. I iconoclast to do a lot with those characters where they like, well, we have to give this character their due when Marvel, you don't really necessarily have to do that because the characters work better together in a film because people know them less as icons. Does that make sense? That's to, that's my take on it anyway. It does. Batman, I mean, you got Batman. You got Superman. You got Superman. Iron Man's like, what was Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr.? You know, before they made the films. It was like, yeah, it was, an, it was right. a great character, but it wasn't Batman. You know, and that kind of thing. And there's no Superman, really, in, in Marvel. So There is, but nobody cares about him. Um, well, we, you, you is, know what I mean. Right. That's, that's the point, actually. Right, that, yeah. Which is which is smart on their part. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, just just remake one of your animated movies, shot for shot, do live action. It's like the script is there. It's like God, you've got dozens of movies that you could do, which would be terrific films because they already are terrific films. So Fox never figured it out with the X Men. Very true. If only they'd gotten a director for three hundred to do this Justice League film. So. <laughs> So the Oscars were announced uh, for the nominations from last year. It's such a weird year because of the way things turned out. But Best Motion Picture, The Father, um, Judas and and The Black Messiah, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Mank, (laughs) the last one was a joke, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I know we've mentioned this already, but I've seen... The Trial of Chicago 7, and that's it. But you guys, I know Todd has seen more. Rob, you've probably seen more than what I've seen as well. Actually, I know you talked about no, this I on Cinema Savants. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, cool. So I know you guys have talked about this probably on Cinema Savants, but... Not, not yet, but we will eventually. Okay. Because Rob doesn't care about the Oscars. And I, our, I totally understand why. Well, and yeah, that's fine, but they're still kind of a big deal. Yeah. So... Um, not to dismiss Rob, but they are generally kind of like, you know, a big deal. So, um, but Todd has seen Mank and didn't care for it. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I thought it's so. I, I liked Mank, but it's not one of the 10 best movies of the year, which you have to be at least one of the top 10 to make the Oscar list. It's like, has some really good performances. But to me, this is how Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. They always love movies about Hollywood. So no shock, um, you know, it, it's entertaining. It's worth watching. They did some cool things, but overall, I didn't think it was a great movie. I think it's a really good movie. So which of the other ones have you seen? I've, I've seen Minari. 
which is awesome. I've seen Nomadland, which is awesome. Was that uh, the one with um, with uh, that chick who's Francis the wife of McDormand. the guys? <laughs> yes, it's Francis McDormand. And then the guy from Cheers, and then the guy who Cheers. <laughs> it's it's Woody Harrelson, and then <laughs> it's Francis McDormand, and and the guy who's not uh, David Strathairn. And and a bunch of actual people who are actually part of the no man land thing. Oh. It's like a full of extras. Uh, that's a terrific movie, especially considering that there are, I think, two professional actors in it. Maybe four. Everybody else is just basically playing themselves, and they're wonderful. Really, so it's like it's like Bill Morris religious list. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but not the same. Um, Minari. Awesome, awesome movie. Uh, either of those, I would be perfectly happy if they went best picture. What is picture. Minari about? Minari is about an Asian American family. Uh, it takes place in the seventies, and they move to Arkansas from the West Coast because the the, the lead Stephen Yun, who is no longer sadly on Walking Dead because he got killed. There's a spoiler for a show that came out eight years ago. That character was he? The Asian on Walking Dead. The only good one, the only truly good person on the show. Was he um, the guy that had the what? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Lost. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty much the same show when you get down to it. <laughs> um, of, yeah, they're they all are, dead. They're all dead. Um, anyway, so and so he just has this dream of starting a farm, and his wife is not too thrilled to be out in the middle of nowhere, as she puts it. Uh, so it's just this family drama of them adjusting to life, and and there's very little anti-Asian uh, bias aspect to it or bias, which is interesting. It's much more, it's much more about being part of the overall culture and and how that feels and how you can still maintain your part, your your own culture. And you know the mother-in-law comes to live with them, and it's, it's just an awesome family drama that has a lot of light moments to it. Beautiful movie. Um, but we, we talked about Chicago 7, which I think is a great movie. I don't think it's as good as all those others, but totally deserves to be nominated. Uh, one movie that didn't make the list, which really surprised me, was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I'm really surprised that that did Every not. Every actor got nominated, just not the film. Just about, yeah. And, and I can't ima- cannot imagine that Chadwick Boseman will not win the Oscar. I mean, that would be flabbergasting it's uh, uh for any, sorry to interrupt but anybody who hasn't seen the film it's not an easy film to watch it is not so if you're looking like oh this got blah blah blah. when you get into it it's, don't watch it with kids first of all right and if you uh if once you get into it you're like oh this is because yeah. it challenges you emotionally this, this this is midnight express level tough to watch i mean this is a tough movie to watch and and even more so than that i think it's just a little bit below iron weed yeah <laughs> It's kind of harder to watch than Iron Weed. I was like, I was going to mention Iron Weed. They don't all die. Our favorite comedy ever. Monty Python's Iron Weed. Um, Oh my God, I want to see that now. Um, But yeah, if Bozeman doesn't win, Bozeman sadly, of course, passed. If you don't know that, that's strange. But if he was still with us, which would be wonderful, hands down, he deserves to win. The, The fact that he passed, there's no way they don't give it to him. If, if he had been adequate, he probably would have been nominated and probably would have won because he passed. But 
just it's just a freaking astounding performance. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, good. And uh, Viola just, Davis is fantastic yes, as well. Absolutely. Uh, so how that movie didn't get nominated is is beyond me. There there's some there's some odd choices as there always are with the Oscars, but there's a lot of good movies. That the if you've seen the uh, <clears throat> information that the Oscars put out to the attendees, it's like there is a dress code, there is no Zoom. It's like why would you not want people to Zoom? You, you guys do know we're still in a pandemic. You guys do still know you're in California, which is not exactly right. okay. Very odd. I mean, I can see them wanting the dress code personally. It's like, I think it would be cool to, to see someone show up in a Hawaiian shirt or whatever. Do they, I don't remember, especially a, a, a male showing up to the Oscars strangely dressed. Yeah, who cares? Does that recently happen that I'm not aware of? <clears throat> I, I, I think it's from the Golden Globes, is what I'm thinking. Oh, because, okay. because like Jason Sudeikis, Tanika showed up and just like kind of looked like a bowling shirt or whatever. It's like Bill Murray. Who cares? Who cares? That's cool. <clears throat> you know, it's like, and especially the Zoom thing. It's like, why not? <clears throat> yeah, it really should be up to the to the people. I mean, because we have people right. uh, not showing up for the awards just because they. You know, Marlon Brando, because I, I just don't want to show up, right? We have, we have people taking entire years off from their career because of this. Yeah. Look how many people in sports have said, yeah, I'm going to opt out. I'm not playing. College players, even. It's like, yeah, it's like, this is going to put a huge crimp in my dream of becoming a professional player, but I'm sitting this one out. Yeah, so by all means, make sure they show up for an awards show. Speaking of college, the NCAA basketball tournament's going on. And I used to be a huge, well, I still like college basketball, but because of the way basketball's changed and you have a lot of players going one and done and whatever, yeah. you don't get to build up you know, like, like, oh, okay, I know these Carolina guys or, you know, I, I know Tennessee guys and Washington basketball sucks. So it's like, you know, you don't get the, that same build into the NBA. But I was watching, so watch, I've watched a little bit of it. Yesterday I was, had it on and watched Georgetown get, just plastered but i was for georgetown because oh patrick ewing and mm -hmm. kimbe mutambo is his son's gonna go to georgetown because you know, he's friends with patrick ewing that's kind of a cool human thing yeah it me. is but there's some other besides gonzaga just being like 19 early 1990s unlv where they're just gonna roll over everybody it's um you know it's like i i don't know there's no it makes sense for there to be so many updates or sorry upsets because it's like Right. These teams are all basically the same at this point. I mean, you've got Gonzaga, which sounds ridiculous, but Gonzaga hasn't. Nobody's come within 10 points of them in, ever, right? Does, <laughs> did, they not, did they not allow the one-and-done rule in Gonzaga? That seems kind of odd, you know? <laughs> That's the thing I like about Gonzaga is that you have a coach, Mark Few, who's a great basketball coach, but yeah. his players stick around. They, he runs a program. He doesn't run individual players. He's not like, you know, how do I get my a Bruce factory. Pearl? How do I get my yeah. name out there? Oh, I'll have this one. Todd Vandenberg's fantastic. He's a five-star guy. I'll get him in, and he'll build a name for Auburn. I, I tell you how much basketball has changed, college basketball has changed, and how much people who actually care about college basketball still care about college basketball. Yesterday, Charles Barkley was on, and he said, Roll Tide, because he cared about the program that mm -hmm. is being run at the University of Alabama, even though he probably hates the University of Alabama because he went to Auburn. But he still said it, and he said, and they were like giving him a hard time after that. And he was like, "I like the coach. 
Yeah. It's like, that's what it's really about. That's what college basketball has always been about. It's been about coaches and the program and the players come through because they're not going to be there for 10 years. You're going to have Michael Jordan show up for three years and he's going to be great. The pro- program, college basketball program is about the coach and, and the school and we've just changed all. So it's like, I watched it, but I'm like, I'm not definitely not emotionally involved. I've, I yeah, I've, I've watched half of one game for, for the reason you're saying it. And like you said, right now, Michael Jordan would be one year gone. Oh, yeah. And you can't. Or you'd play overseas for one year and then get drafted. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That yeah, it's it's I mean, it's unfortunate because you don't want to like stand in the way of someone's livelihood. But it's I wouldn't say it's wrecked college basketball, but it sure as hell hasn't helped college. And it hasn't helped the NBA either. You've got all these players who are coming in with one year in college who frankly don't know what the hell they're doing and they should have spent at least two more years in college and figuring out their game and how to play best and how to maximize their talents and instead you're watching them do it in the NBA and it's like Jesus man it's It's uh, about individual players it's not about the team anymore yeah it's uh boy we sound like old guys um but it's true. But it, but it because is I like basket. I like the sport of basketball. If you play these, there are super teams now. But if you play these players against the Bulls of the '90s or the Celtics and Lakers of the '80s, those teams kill these teams because they played together right. for years and they played basketball, <laughs> defensive basketball. And one or two players is not going to beat those teams. I mean, the Bulls in the '90s that is a defensive team, and that's why they won right. championships, right? right? But you don't have that anymore. Yeah, I would say and the super teams, you know, where it's like, oh, let's have the big three where everyone wants the big three. I think that's largely because you have so many teams with so many raw young players who can't really play yet. So if you want to win, yeah, if you want to win, you have to have three solid players, three superstars. And it's not like that's what you need to win, but it sure as hell helps because you got to make up for those folks who can't play defense, who can't get back. You know, and, and their only shot is a three-pointer. It's like they don't even know how to drive a lane. I mean, yeah, I was watching that yesterday in, in the tournament, and it was just like <laughs> defense was awful. And then you, exactly like you just said, you had people who would be stationary three-point shooters, and then every once in a while somebody would drive the lane. And it's like, what, what's he doing? Is he <laughs> even involved in the offense? Yeah, but um, it's, uh, anyway, it's that's our show. So uh, this part of the show was brought to you by LeBron James's Boston Red Sox. So, you guys have any final words? I have some consumer advice. Yes. I came across something this week called the 2021 Major League Baseball Tops Inception Set, which is a, a, a bit ludicrously priced. It's $186 a box. That's ludicrous. You want to guess how many cards are in these boxes? Twelve. Seven. Oh, Jesus. You said it's the Tops Inception? Tops Inception. Does it make you dream? So does it just like have like Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Honestly, it looks like Diamond Kings from 1982. It makes you dream about their favorite ball player. That's the cool thing. That's, right. That's kind of uh, bizarre. It's 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 stupid. Stay away from that. Did they make like ten of them? Because then I can see it would be worth it. But there's, no. there's probably there's probably eight million sets of these. Floating, there probably is. I I, get out there. A, I I read the price and went, yeah, I'm done. Thanks. That wasn't for like a crate of 
boxes of seven no. cards, right? That was, that was a box of seven cards. A box, seven <laughs> cards, 186 bucks. And here I thought your consumer advice was going to be about Dell computers. <laughs> no, it could be. Don't buy them. Um, <laughs> well, I will say I bought one of those boxes and two of the cards were uh, rookie Honest Wagner cards. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's kind of a good deal. Ed. Actually, I did have something else I wanted to throw in that I saw this week that I thought was very funny uh, in my head. Anyway, there's a movement to make the the road sign men working more politically correct, which I kind of get. Uh, they want to make it change it from men working to people working. I think we should actually go for the full accuracy on this because if we're going to change all these signs, let's make it accurate. It should state people standing on the side of the road. <laughs> Indeed. That's it. Actually, I'm, I've thought for a long time, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm, but I, I've thought men working signs. I always think they're kind of racist or sexist, sorry, not racist, but sexist because it's like, I've seen that and I'm like, that's, I don't even know how we kept those signs because it's not just men working. On, I know your, your point is, is valid and, and separate from that, but, but I've noticed that for years and I'm just like, why yeah. does it still say men working? Because those signs were originally printed in 1437. <laughs> probably true. Back, back when they first started that road project. <clears throat> well, I, I do. I, the other thing is, I do oh, like how different flower of the southeast part of the United States is the orange traffic cone. It's funny you say that because it's like each state does the states have noticed where their signs. Each state has different. So like Kentucky, you say whoa, whoa, baby, whoa, leave racing the horses, and then there's um, South Carolina is different. So at least states are like having kind of a. a and then Virginia, of course, as we've all been, Virginia says, if you speed, we will shoot you down with an airplane. I believe that's what it says in the state of Virginia. So that's true. So, yeah, I like it. Virginia's signs are not men working, but like, hey, this is the speed is uh, it's by radar. It's like maybe you should slow and down. Their third sign that says, what's that? Gary Berghoff is hiding in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the third sign says, and it's always the third sign, it says speed enforced by airplane. I'm like, they really are going to shoot you down if you're speeding. <laughs> F-16s. Anyway, I, I think, uh, I, I, yes, I agree. It should, it should be right, and it should read that people are standing on on the roadside at roadside in their uh, orange suits so that you notice you do a rubber neck and then run into the car in front of you because you're looking at people <laughs> standing on the sides. But they should say people working or something. Perps, persons working. I just Men working. It's just, I mean, there's almost all the time now. I see ladies out there. People should say peeps ahead. Peeps, peeps ahead. I like peeps oh, ahead. Oh, let's get our marshmallows. They're coming up. <laughs> 